Sukkot, Feast of Tabernacles, Leviticus 22:26. Adonai said to Moses, When a bull, sheep, or goat is born, it is to stay with its mother for seven days. But from the eighth day on, it may be accepted for an offering made by fire to Adonai. However, no animal is to be slaughtered together with its young on the same day, neither cow nor you. When you offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to Adonai, you must do it in a way such that you will be accepted. It must be eaten on the same day as it is offered. Leave none of it till morning. I am Adonai. You are <clears throat> keep my mitzvah and obey them. I am Adonai. You are not to profane my holy name. On the contrary, I am to be regarded as holy among the people of Israel. I am Adonai who makes you holy. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God, I am Adonai. Adonai said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel, The designated times of Adonai, which you are to proclaim as holy convocations, are my design times. Work is to be done on six days, but the seventh day is a Shabbat, a complete rest, a holy convocation. You are not to do any kind of work. It is a Shabbat for Adonai, even in your homes. These are the designated times for, of Adonai, the holy convocations you are to proclaim at their designated times. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month, between sundown <coughs> oh, excuse me, and complete darkness, comes Pesach, which is Passover for Adonai. On the 15th day of the same month is the festival of matzah. For seven days you are to eat matzah. On the first day you're to have a holy convocation. Don't do any kind of ordinary work. Bring an offering made by fire to Adonai for seven days. On the seventh day is a holy day of convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. Adonai said to Moses, tell the people of Israel, after you enter the land I'm giving you and harvest its ripe crops, you are to bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the Kohen. He is to wave the sheaf before Adonai so that you will be accepted. The Kohen is to wave it on the day after the Shabbat. On the day that you wave the sheaf, you are to offer a male lamb without defect in its first year as a burnt offering for Adonai. Its grain offering is to be one gallon of fine flour mixed with olive oil, an offering made by fire to Adonai is a fragrant aroma. Its drink offering is to be of wine, one quart. You are not to eat bread, dried grain or fresh grain until the day you bring the offering for your God. This is a permanent regulation through all your generations, no matter where you live. From the day after the day of rest, that is, from the day you bring the sheaf for waving, you are to count seven full weeks until the day after the seventh week. You are to count 50 days, and then you are to present a new grain offering to Adonai. 
you must bring bread from your homes for wavering. Two loaves made with one gallon of fine flour baked with leaven as first fruits for Adonai. Along with the bread, present seven lambs without defect, one year old, one young bull, and two rams. These will be a burnt offering for Adonai with their grain and drink offering, an offering made by fire as a fragrant aroma to Adonai. Offer one male goat as a sin offering and two male lambs, one year old, as a sacrifice of peace offering. The Kohen will wave them with the bread of the first fruits as a wave offering before Adonai. With the two lambs, these will be holy for Adonai for the Kohen. On the same day, you're to call a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. This is a permanent regulation through all of your generations, no matter where you live. When you harvest the ripe crops produced in your land, don't harvest all the way to the corners of your field. And don't gather the ears of grain left by the harvesters. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am Adonai your God. Adonai said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel, In the seventh month, The first of the month is to be for you a day of complete rest for remembering. A holy convocation announced with blasts on the shofar. Do not do any kind of work and bring an offering made by fire to Adonai. Adonai said to Moses, The tenth day of the seventh month is Yom Kippur. You are to have a holy convocation. You are to deny yourselves. And you are to bring an offering made by fire to Adonai. You are not to do any kind of work on that day because it is Yom Kippur. To make atonement for you before Adonai your God. Anyone who does not deny himself on that day is to be cut off from his people. And anyone who does any kind of work on that day, I will destroy from among his people. You are not to do any kind of work. It is a permanent regulation through all your generations, no matter where you live. It will be for you a Shabbat of complete rest, and you are to deny yourselves. You are to rest on your Shabbat from evening, the ninth day of the month, until the following evening. Adonai said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel, on the 15th day of the seventh month is the feast of Sukkot for seven days to Adonai. On the first day, there is to be a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. For seven days, you are to bring an offering made by fire to Adonai. On the eighth day, you are to have a holy convocation and bring an offering made by fire to Adonai. It is a day of public assembly. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. These are the designated times of Adonai that you are to proclaim as holy convocations and bring an offering made by fire to Adonai, a burnt offering, a grain offering, a sacrifice and drink offerings, each on its own day. Besides the Shabbats of Adonai, your gifts, all your vows, and all your voluntary offerings that you give to Adonai. But on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when you've gathered the produce of the land, 
You are to observe the festival of Adonai seven days. The first day is to be a complete rest, and the eighth day is to be a complete rest. On the first day, you are to take choice fruit, palm fronds, thick branches, and river willows, and celebrate in the presence of Adonai your God for seven days. You are to observe it as a feast to Adonai seven days in the year. It is a permanent regulation. Generation after generation, keep it in the seventh month. You are to live in Sukkot for seven days. Every citizen of Israel is to live in a Sukkah, so that generation after generation you will know that I made the people of Israel live in Sukkot when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am Adonai your God. Thus, Moses announced to the people of Israel the designated times of Adonai. Thank you, Father God, for reminding us of how things used to be and help us to honor and respect the way that they were. We may not be able to do it completely the same way as your people did back then, but we're definitely, our thoughts are with them and we are focused on you. We pray this in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. Amen. complete Jewish Bible interpreted by David Stern or written by David Stern and we are continuing now with Numbers 2912 on the 15th day of the seventh month you are to have a holy convocation you are not to do any kind of work or any kind of ordinary work and you are to observe a feast to Adonai seven days. You are to present a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, bringing a fragrant aroma to Adonai. It is to consist of 13 young bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs in the first year. They are to be without defect with their grain offering. Fine flour mixed with olive oil, six quarts for each of the 13 bulls and four quarts for each of the two rams and two quarts for each of the 14 lambs also one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain and drink offerings and then we have zechariah 14 1 through 21 783. Look, a day is coming for Adonai when your plunder, Jerusalem, will be divided right there within you. For I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem for war. The city will be taken, the houses will be rifled, the women will be raped, and half the city will go into exile. But the rest of the people will not be cut off from the city. Then Adonai will go out and fight against those nations, fighting as on a day of battle. On that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which lies to the east of Jerusalem. And the Mount of Olives, 
will be split in half from east to west to make a huge valley. Half of the mountain will move toward the north and half of it toward the south. You will flee to the valley in the mountains, for the valley in the mountains will reach to Etzel. You will flee just as you fled before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Then Adonai, my God, will come to you with all the holy ones. On that day, there will be neither bright light nor thick darkness. And one day, known to Adonai. <clears throat> Excuse the interruption of the phone call. On that day, there will be neither bright light nor thick darkness. And one day, known to Adonai, will be neither day nor night. Although by evening there will be light, on that day fresh water will flow out of Jerusalem, half toward the eastern sea and half toward the western sea, both summer and winter. Then Adonai will be king over the whole world. On that day Adonai will be the only one, and his name will be the only name. All the land will be made like Arava, from Jiva to Rimmon in the Nigriff. Jerusalem will be raised up and inhabited where she is, from Benjamin's gate to the place where the earlier gate stood, and on the corner gate, and from the tower of Balhal to the king's wine presses. People will live there. The curse will be broken and Jerusalem will live in safety. Adonai will strike all the peoples who made war against Jerusalem with a plague in which their flesh rots away while they are standing on their feet. Their eyes rot away in their sockets and their tongues rot away in their mouths. When that day comes, there will be among them great panic sent by Adonai so that everyone lays hands on his neighbor who in turn attacks him. Judah too will fight against Jerusalem, and the wealth of all the nations will be assembled, gold, silver, and clothing in great abundance. A plague like this plague will also affect the horses, mules, camels, donkeys, and all the other animals in those camps. Finally, everyone remaining from all the nations that came to attack Jerusalem will go up every year to worship the king, Adonai Tazavo, and to keep the festival of Sukkot. If any of the families of the earth does not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, Adonai Tazavo, no rain will fall on them. If the family of Egypt doesn't go up, if they refuse to come, they will have no annual overflow from the Nile. Moreover, there will be the plague with which Adonai will strike the nations that don't go up to keep the festival of Sukkot. This will strike the nations that don't go up to keep the festival of Sukkot. This will be Egypt's punishment and the punishment of all the nations that don't go up to keep the festival of Sukkot. When that day comes, this will be written on the bells worn by the horses, consecrated to Adonai. 
and the cooking pots in the house of Adonai will be as holy as the sprinkling bowls before the altar. Yes, every cooking pot in Jerusalem and Judah will be consecrated to Adonai Zavaot. Everyone who offers sacrifices will come. Take them and use them to stew the meat. When that day comes, there will no longer be merchants in the house of Adonai Zavaot. And then we have 1 Kings 8, 2 through 21. <coughs> Excuse me. 1 Kings 8, 2 through 21. And that would go like this. All the men of Israel assembled before King Solomon at the festival in the month of Ithium, the seventh month. All the leaders of Israel came. The Kohen took the ark and brought up the ark of Adonai, the tent of meeting and all the holy utensils that were in the tent. These are what the Kohen and the Levi brought up. King Solomon and the whole community of Israel assembled in his presence were with him in front of the ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen in numbers beyond counting or recording. The Kohen brought the ark for the covenant of Adonai into its place inside the sanctuary of the house to the especially holy place under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread out the wings over the place for the ark, covering the ark and its poles from above. The poles were so long that their ends could be seen from the holy place in front of the sanctuary. But they could not be seen from outside. They are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except the two tablets of stone which Moses put there at Horeb when Adonai made the covenant with the people of Israel at the time of their leaving the land of Egypt. When the Kohen came out of the holy place, the cloud filled the house of Adonai, so that because of the cloud, the Kohen could not stand up to perform their service, for the glory of Adonai filled the house of Adonai. Solomon said, Adonai said he would live in thick darkness, but I have built you a magnificent house, a place where you can live forever. Then the king turned around and blessed the whole community of Israel. The whole community of Israel stood as he said, Blessed be Adonai, the God of Israel, who spoke to my father David with his mouth and fulfilled his promise with his hand. He said, Since the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city from any of the tribes of Israel in which to build a house so that my name might be there. But I did choose David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David my father to build a house for the name of Adonai the God of Israel. But Adonai said to David my father, Although it was in your heart to build a house for my name, and you did well that it was in your heart, nevertheless you will not build the house. Rather, you will father a son, 
and it will be he who will build the house for my name. Now Adonai has fulfilled his spoken word of his, this spoken word of his, for I have succeeded my father and sit on the throne of Israel as Adonai promised. And I have built the house for the name of Adonai, the God of Israel. And there I have made a place for the ark containing the covenant of Adonai, which he made with our ancestors when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Now we have <clears throat> Matthew 6, 1 through 34. Be careful not to per- parade your acts of good works in front of the people in order to be seen by them. If you do, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you do do good <clears throat> good works, don't announce it with trumpets to win people's praise, like the hypocrites in the synagogues and on the streets. Yes, I tell you, they have their reward already. But you, when you do do good works, don't even let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Then your good works will be in secret, and your Father, who sees what you do in secret, will reward you. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray standing in the synagogues and on street corners so that people can see them. Yes, I tell you, they have their reward already. But you, when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father in secret. Your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't babble on and on like the pagans who think God will hear them better if they talk a lot. Don't be like them, because your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. You, therefore, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us the food we need today. Forgive us what we have done wrong, as we too have forgiven those who have wronged us. And do not lead us into hard testing, but keep us safe from the evil one. For kingship, power, and glory are yours forever. Amen. Amen. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will not forgive yours. Now when you fast... Don't go around looking miserable like the hypocrites. They make sour faces so that people will know they are fasting. Yes, I tell you, they have their reward already. But you, when you fast, wash your face and groom yourself so that no one will know you're fasting except your father, who is with you in secret. Your father who sees... What is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves wealth here on earth, where moths and rust destroy and burglars break in and steal. Instead, store up for yourselves wealth in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys and burglars do not break in or steal. For where your wealth is, there your heart will be also. 
the heart, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if you have a good eye, that is, if you are generous, your whole body will be full of light. But if you have an evil eye, if you are stingy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can be slave to two masters. For he will either hate the first and love the second, or scorn the second and be loyal to the first. You can't be a slave to both God and money. Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds flying about. They neither plant nor harvest, nor do they gather food into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they are? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to his life? And why be anxious about clothing? Think about the fields of wild irises and how they grow. They neither work nor spend thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory was clothed as beautifully as one of these. If this is how God clothes grass in the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow, thrown there in an oven, won't be much more cloth, more, <clears throat> won't he much more clothe you? What little trust you have. So don't be anxious asking, what will we eat? What will we drink? Or how will we be clothed? For it is the pagans who set their hearts on all these things. Your heavenly Father knows you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough worries already. Amen. Servants of Adonai give praise. Give praise to the name of Adonai. Blessed be the name of Adonai for from this moment on and forever. From sunrise until sunset, Adonai's name is to be praised. Adonai is high above all nations, his glory above all the heavens. Who is like Adonai our God, seated in the heights, humbling himself to look on heaven and on earth? He raises the poor from the dust, lifts the needy from the rubbish heap, in order to give him a place among princes, among the princes of his people. He causes the childless woman to live at home happily as a mother of children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Which one's my Psalm? 114. 114. Psalm 114. When Israel came out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of foreign speech, Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his domain. The sea saw this and fled. The Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams. The hill like the hills like young sheep. Why is it, sea, that you flee? Why, Jordan, do you turn back? Why, mountains, do you skip like rams? And you hills like young sheep? Tremble, earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool of water, flint into flowing spring. Psalm 115 Not to us, Adonai, not to us, but to your name give glory because of your grace and truth. Why should the nations ask, where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. Their idols are mere silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths, but they can't speak. They have eyes, but they can't see. They have ears, but they can't hear. They have noses, but they can't smell. They have hands, but they can't feel. They have feet, but they can't walk. With their throats, they can't make a sound. The people who make them will become like them, along with everyone who trusts in them. Israel, trust in Adonai. He is their help and shield. House of Aaron, trust in Adonai. He is their help and shield. You who fear Adonai, trust in Adonai. He is their help and shield. Adonai has kept us in mind, and he will bless. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear Adonai, great and small alike. May Adonai increase your numbers, both yours and those of your children. May you be blessed by Adonai, the maker of heaven and earth. Heaven belongs to Adonai but the earth he has given to humankind. The dead can't praise Adonai, but those who sink down into silence. But we will bless Adonai from now on and forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 116. I love that Adonai heard my voice when I prayed. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. The cords of death were all around me. Shoals constriction held me fast. I was finding only distress and anguish, but I called on the name of Adonai. Please, Adonai, save me. Adonai is merciful and righteous. Yes, our God is compassionate. Adonai preserves the thoughtless. When he was brought low, He saved me. My soul, return to your rest, for Adonai has been generous toward you. Yes, you have rescued me from death, my eyes from tears and my feet from falling. I will go on walking in the presence of Adonai in the lands of the living. I will keep on trusting even when I say I am utterly miserable. Even when my panic 
Even in my panic, I declare everything human is deceptive. How can I repay Adonai for his generous dealings with me? I will raise the cup of salvation and call on the name of Adonai. I will pay my vows to Adonai in the presence of all his people. For Adonai's point of view, from Adonai's point of view, the death of those faithful to him is costly. O Adonai, I am your slave. I am your slave, the son of your slave girl. You have removed my fetters. I will offer a sacrifice of thanks to you, and I will call on the name of Adonai. I will pay my vows to Adonai in the presence of all his people, in the courtyards of Adonai's house, there in your very heart, Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 117. Praise Adonai, all you nations. Worship him, all you peoples. For his grace has overcome us, and Adonai's truth continues forever. Hallelujah. Psalm 118. Give thanks to Adonai, for he is good. For his grace continues forever. Now let Israel say his grace continues forever. Now let the house of Aaron say his grace continues forever. Now let those who hear Adonai say his grace continues forever. From my being hemmed in, I called on Yah. He answered and gave me more room. With Adonai on my side, I fear nothing. What can human beings do to me? With Adonai on my side, as my help, I will look with triumph at those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in Adonai than to trust in human beings. Better to take refuge in Adonai than to put one's trust in princes. The nations all surrounded me. In the name of Adonai, I cut them down. They surrounded me on every side. In the name of Adonai, I cut them down. They surrounded me like bees, but were extinguished as quickly as a fire in thorns. In the name of Adonai, I cut them down. You pushed me hard to make me fall, but Adonai helped me. Yah is my strength and my song. He and he has become my salvation. The sound of rejoicing and victory is heard in the tents of the righteous. Adonai's right hand struck powerfully. Adonai's right hand is raised in triumph. Adonai's right hand struck powerfully. I will not die, no, I will live and proclaim the great deeds of Yah. Yah disciplined me severely, but I did not but did not hand me over to death. Open the gates of righteousness for me, and I will enter them and thank Yah. This is the gate of Adonai, the righteous can enter it. I am thanking you because you answered me. You became my salvation. The very rock that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This has come from Adonai. 
And in our eyes, it is amazing. This is the day Adonai has made, a day for us to rejoice and be glad. Please, Adonai, save us. Please, Adonai, rescue us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Adonai. We bless you from the house of Adonai. Adonai is God and he gives us light. Join in the pilgrim festival with branches all the way to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I thank you. You are my God and I exalt you. Give thanks to Adonai for he is good. His grace continues forever. Then we have Genesis 48 through 49. A while later, someone told Joseph that his father was ill. He took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. Jacob was told, Here comes your son, Joseph. Israel gathered his strength and sat up in bed. Jacob said to Joseph, El Shaddai appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me, saying to me, I will make you fruitful and numerous. I will make of you a group of peoples, and I will give this land to your descendants to possess forever. Now your two sons, who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh will be as much mine as Reuben and Simon are. The children born to you after them will be yours. But for purposes of inheritance, they are to be counted with their older brothers. For as for me, when I came from Padan, Rachel died suddenly. As we were traveling through the land of Canaan, while we were still some distance from Ephrath. So I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, also known as Beit Lechem. Then Israel noticed Joseph's sons and asked, Whose are these? Joseph answered his father, They are my sons whom God has given me here. Jacob replied, I want you to bring them here to me so that I can bless them. Now Israel's eyes were dim with age, so he could not see. Joseph brought his sons near to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see even you again, but God has allowed me to see your children too. Joseph brought them out from between his legs and prostrated himself on the ground. And Joseph took both of them, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand and brought them near to him. But Israel put it out of his right hand and laid it on the head of the younger one, Ephraim, and put his left hand on the head of Manasseh. He intentionally crossed his hand, even though Manasseh was the firstborn. Then he blessed Joseph, the God in whose presence my fathers Abraham and Isaac lived, the God who has been my own shepherd all my life long to this day, the angel who has rescued me from all harm, bless these boys. May they remember who I am and what I stand for, and likewise my fathers Abraham and Isaac, whom they were and what they stood for. And may they grow into teeming multitudes on the earth.
When Joseph saw that his father was laying his right hand on Ephraim's head, it displeased him. And he lifted up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head and place it instead on Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father, Don't do that. That way, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know that, my son, I know it. He too will become a people, and he too will be great. Nevertheless, this younger brother will be greater than he, and his descendants will grow into many nations. Then he added this blessing on them. That day, Israel will speak of you in their own blessing by saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. Thus he put Ephraim's ahead of Manasseh. Israel then said to Joseph, You see that I am dying, but God will be with you and will bring you back to the land of your ancestors. Moreover, I'm giving you a shoulder, a share of the city of Shechem, more than your brothers. I captured it from the Amorite with my sword and bow. Then Jacob called for his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, and I will tell you what will happen to you in the end times. Assemble yourselves and listen, sons of Jacob. Pay attention to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my strength, the first fruits of my manhood. Though superior in vigor and power, you are unstable as water, so your superiority will end because you climbed into your father's bed and defiled it. He climbed onto my concubine's couch. Simon and Levi are brothers related by weapons of violence. Let me not enter their council. Let my honor not be connected with their people. For in their anger they killed men, and at their whim they maimed cattle. Cursed be their anger, for it has been fierce. Their fury, for it has been cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, your brothers will acknowledge you. Your hand will be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons will bow down before you. Judah is a lion's cub. My son, you stand over the prey. He crouches down and stretches like a lion, like a lioness who dares to provoke him. The scepter will not pass from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his legs, until he comes to whom obedience belongs. And it is he whom the peoples will obey, tying his donkey to the vine, his donkey's colt to the choice grapevine. He washes his clothes in wine, his robes in the blood of grapes. His eyes will be darker than wine, his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun will live at the seashore, with ships anchoring along its coast, and his border at Zion. 
Issachar is a strong donkey laying down in the sheep sheds. On seeing how good is settled life and how pleasant the country, he will bend his back to the burden and submit to forced labor. Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan will be a viper on the road, a horned snake in the path that bites the horse's heels. So its rider falls off backwards. I wait for your deliverance, Adonai. Gad, troop, a troop will troop on him, but he will troop on their heel. Asher, Asher's food is rich. He will provide food fit for a king. Naphtali is a doe set free that bears beautiful fawns. Joseph is a fruitful plant, a fruitful plant by a spring, with branches climbing over the wall. The archers attacked him fiercely, shooting at him and pressing him hard, but his bow remained taut, and his arms were made nimble by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there, from the shepherd, the stone of Israel, by the God of your father, who will help you, by El Shaddai, who will bless you with blessings from heaven above, blessings from the deep lying below, blessings from the breast and the womb. The blessings of your father are more powerful than the blessings of my parents, extending to the farthest of the everlasting hills. They will be on the head of Joseph, on the brow of the prince among his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf, in the morning devouring the prey, and in the evening still dividing the spoil. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is how their father spoke to them and blessed them, giving each his own individual blessing. Then he charged them as follows. I am to be gathered to my people, Bury me with my ancestors in the cave that is in the field of Ephraim the Hittite, the cave in the field of Machpelah, by Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought together with the field from Ephraim the Hittite, as a burial place belonging to him. There they buried Abraham and his wife Sarah. They buried Isaac and his wife Rebekah. And there I buried Leah. The field and the cave in it, which was purchased from the sons of Het. When Jacob had finished charging his sons, he drew his legs up into the bed, breathed his last, and was gathered to his people. 